Welcome to the Direct Snap Dads Podcast, where we cover the best in football. And now your hosts, Tyson and Luke Randall. Welcome everybody to the Direct Snap Dads Podcast. This is Luke Randall. Joining me today is my brother Tyson. Tyson, how are you doing? Hey man, I'm doing great. It is exciting to be here on this podcast tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Friday night podcast. (laughs) Friday night podcast, man. I'm so glad you found two seconds away from your busy school schedule to to join me tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Time is sparse these days. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. But that's going to be great. I mean, you're getting a lot done and that's, that's good. So, and I mean, we always have time to talk some football, so that's what we're here to do. <laughs> yep. For sure. Well, let's dive right in. Shall we recap week one? What a week it was, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was definitely an exciting week. NFL 100, the 100th season of the NFL kicked off uh, some really good games and some really Terrible. <laughs> there was I, I I think I missed my predictions on several. I, I think it was more well over 50% that I missed um and predicted. Week one's always hard though. I think week two is almost as hard as week one as well. Yeah, you don't really get into the groove until like week seven or <laughs> six or seven. <laughs> you kind of have yeah. a feel for who's good and who's not and what games are flukes and which ones aren't. Uh-huh. <laughs> Well, yeah. let's and, kick it off. Um, it, what are your thoughts here on the first game? We've got the Packers beating the Bears 10-3 to in Chicago. So definitely uh, the coolest thing about this game was just the matchup. Like it was the perfect NFL 100 matchup to start the season. Oh, yeah. um, other than that, it was a, a defensive battle. It was 10-3 to was the final score. And just n- no one did anything except the defense. <laughs> so... <laughs> I mean the the Bears. I, uh, here's the thing: the the Bears' defense looked amazing. They only let ten points from Aaron Rodgers, but their offense is horrible. Mitch Trubisky he fumbled several times, threw some interceptions. He was just horrible. If the Bears, <laughs> if the Bears' offense can shows up, can show up, their their defense has it made for them. It's yeah, just that good. offense. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yeah, it was, it was one of those games where, and and this is going to happen a lot, but a lot of people try to make guesses about the rest of the season based off week one. I do not necessarily think that the Packers are a better team than the Bears yet. It hasn't convinced me. However, if the Bears, and we'll talk about this in a minute, but if the Bears drop week two, then we're that is a team that is fragile. They could be their psyche could be hurt after starting zero and two, but. Yeah. Uh, for now, I'll, uh, I'm going to talk about the Vikings taking it to the Falcons over in Minnesota. 28-12 to 12 is the final score. Unfortunately, this is not a game that I checked out live or watched the highlights of, but um, I'm not too excited about the Vikings yet, um, and I'm certainly not excited about the Falcons. I know there were a couple people on some of the podcasts I listened to that predicted the Falcons going to the Super Bowl this year, and now I'm just <laughs> laughing. I'm like, no way, man. No way. I mean, Matt Ryan and them didn't even get on the board till the fourth quarter. It was it was bad. So yeah. it was you know it was a rough game for Atlanta, and I don't know what's in store for them this season. I don't know how indicative this is of the Vikings. I think their offense so far has been mediocre at best, but that defense is good. They still have most of the parts of that good defense they've had for the last few years. Yeah, I I thought this was going to be a. a 
kind of a battle between the Falcons offense and the Vikings defense. And I think the Vikings defense definitely won out because the Falcons <laughs> yeah. do the Falcons do have all the pieces on offense. They've got Julio Jones, Matt Ryan. Their running back's really good, I know. Um, but, you know, the, the Vikings defense showed up. And it's, you know, home opener. All the Vikings fans are out there doing their skull thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my so. goodness. And this, you know, it could be just it might take a little bit for the Falcons to get the cogs moving on the machine. You know, they had three very slow first quarters. They kind of start up the machine and it did that. That's kind of what the Falcons were. I'll see if I can find that sound. <laughs> this was the Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> Tyson, talk about um, the lame matchup that was the Bills and Jets. <laughs> oh, I don't even want to talk about this yeah, that's game. That's why I tossed it at you. And this, is, and this is one of those games. I don't even remember who I picked. I, I think I picked the either. Jets. I, I think I picked the Jets, though. Yeah. I might have picked the Jets, but I did say before the season started that I think the Bills were the better team. And I think the Bills... You know, the the one thing about this game, the, the matchup is ugly, it's horrible, but the Bills put on a show because they were down 16 nothing, came back in the final seconds to win 17-16. to uh, <laughs> What so a Jets-like loss this was. It, it, this, was, it was. this was textbook Jets. Yeah, and I'm happy about it because I, I hate the Jets, and I hate <laughs> the, the Bills less than I hate the Jets, but I don't like Adam Gase. He he ruined the Dolphins. Well, he didn't ruin them. He, they were already ruined, but he he did not help them. And then you know he took off for the the Jets, and I'm just glad he lost his first game. That's yeah, something. he, he kind of helped leave the Dolphins in a terrible state. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, I'm going to talk for a second here about the Redskins and Eagles. It was 20 to seven at halftime. The Redskins got off to a hot start. Surprised, I think, almost everyone, even themselves. <laughs> but they were beating the uh, the Eagles 20 to zero. And um, unfortunately for me, because I would have loved the Redskins to upset them here, the Eagles ended up winning 32 27. Uh, Eagles showed up in the yard, <laughs> beat the Redskins pretty bad um, in the second half. But it ended up being closer than I thought. I don't know if that's a week one fluke. I don't know if the Redskins, I think the Redskins will be better than the Giants now. I'm starting to get an idea. At least a little bit, but I could be wrong too. <laughs> well, the Giants were atrocious, and this this game kind of gave me hope for the Redskins. I think I, you know, I, I don't think they're a very good team, but the fact that they came out and took it to the Eagles for a little while at least shows that that they're they they're, can be competitive. Yeah, because yeah, the Eagles are a Super Bowl team. I I could see the Eagles in the Super Bowl easily. And yeah. the, the way the Redskins came out gives, you know, a little hope for them. I think the coolest thing about this game was the um, Deshaun Jackson's return to the Eagles. Oh, yeah, that was cool. <laughs> so he had two 50-plus yard touchdowns um, and just was amazing. And I, it's funny because I could have drafted him on my fantasy team, but I, <laughs> I didn't if I would have played him. I played the Eagles defense, actually, week one, and they – got spanked by the Redskins in the first half, so it didn't really help me. But <laughs> He's the true deep threat, Deshaun Jackson, and, you know, he's always been one of those uh, 
Devin Hester, Tyreek Hill kind of guys, the fast, deep threat that can also return the punts and no one can catch them. Um, yeah. yeah, that's been Deshaun. So that's cool. He came back there. Um, you know, I, I did actually watch the highlights of this game, but I want to get your thoughts first on the Chargers beating the Colts in overtime 30 to 24. So this game, and I, I don't, I think I picked the, I, I think we were contrary on this one. Yeah, I, I think, I, think I, I picked the Chargers. Yeah. This is one of the few I got right. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, the only reason I picked the Colts is because I thought you would pick the Chargers. Mm-hmm. And and because I thought the Chargers would win, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I really I really did. Just because you know Andrew Luck was was out. Um, you know the Colts actually showed that they're still a good team. Yeah, they're going to be good. I think they could still be a wild card team this year. Personally, I, I think so too. I mean, w- without Andrew Luck, I don't think they're Super Bowl team like I thought they would have been. But yeah, you know. uh, but definitely my favorite thing in this game was that interception. Um, what well, I forget his name. It was like Mally Cooker or something. Uh, that one-handed interception in the end zone. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah, I didn't even catch his name, but that was so cool. It was so effortless. I know. That that was my favorite highlight from that, that game. And yeah, that was one of the best of the week. <laughs> yeah. So there were it, there were a lot of Chargers fans there too. Yeah, I saw they Surprise. were filling up that soccer stadium a little better now. <laughs> I was glad because I felt so bad for them. Every game's a road game for them, but it's always nice when they can get a win there. It seems like they're starting to find some sort of footing in Los Angeles, as weak as it may be. Yeah. I'm definitely, <laughs> but it was a great win. I, you know, they they dropped that punt in the fourth quarter. Rivers threw a late interception. They were they were on their way to a very Chargers esque loss if they would have lost <laughs> in overtime. They let Brissett and the team get back into it, send it to overtime. Um, but then you know they came through and and they that uh, number thirty I think on the Chargers. He's a great runner. I forgot his name, but he's uh, he's doing I- really well. Eckler, Austin Eckler. Yeah, he had a good game. He had a good game for them. And uh, anyways, the Chargers ended up winning. Um, Giants. The big bum- oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say the big bummer coming out of the Chargers game is Hunter Henry got a fracture in his knee. So, oh yeah, that's up out. there. I mean, we're that's not the worst one of the week, but that one hurts. Uh, yeah. We're gonna get to we're gonna get to the one that's absolutely gonna wreck someone's season here yeah. in just a minute, but. Um, Giants and Cowboys, the Giants, as far as I understand, I didn't even watch the highlights, but I heard they didn't show up. The Cowboys walked all over them. Um, what, what were your thoughts? Did you catch any of this? So I, I didn't follow this game too closely, but I did see that the, so besides Saquon Barkley, the Giants are atrocious. The, the Dolphins are, are worse, but the Giants are pretty close. Their defense is pretty horrible um so and it's funny because i actually picked the giants to be a contrarian to you <laughs> even though i really i really thought the cowboys would win but i picked the giants so the I'm, giants I'm had some hype around them like like the browns and, and the jets a couple other teams that had hype around them this year yeah i the reason i i thought or i even ventured out to pick the giants is because i was concerned about the whole Zeke situation, like his money. I didn't know if he'd have his money figured out, if Dak Prescott would have his money figured out. You know, I didn't know if all those big names would be playing for the Cowboys. 
So I thought, yeah, if if the Cowboys don't have any of their stars playing, then the Giants might be able to do something. It's true. Um, but <laughs> turns out that Zeke got his money and everyone got paid, and now the Cowboys are all together. And another Super the Cowboys Bowl could team. be a, a deep playoff team too if everything goes right. I I wasn't. I was thinking they could be at least wild card, but now I'm thinking they could be the second seed or somewhere around there if they play their cards right. I things agree. fall the right way. Definitely, definitely a playoff team. Second or third. Sure. I mean, the, the Saints could still be better than them too. I mean, and there could be. There's always surprises. But um, let's breeze over this next game. It's pretty lame. Lions and Cardinals tied at 27 in overtime. Uh, what were your thoughts on this? Mm-hmm. So my only thought on this game is that I predicted there would be a tie in Week One. <laughs> oh yeah, you nailed it. And I, I was. Surprise! I kind of had a feeling there could be, but not so much as to venture out to say it would happen with, yeah. like you did. So I'll see thought, you for that. That was old. <laughs> yeah, I thought the well, I picked the Broncos and Raiders to tie, but the fact that there was a tie, you know, I did it's say amazing. someone would tie. <laughs> yeah, in week one, you predicted the week that it would happen too. So <laughs> yeah, um, and I don't. Kyler Murray showed a little bit of promise. I mean, they were down twenty-four to six. And came back and tied it at 24. And then it was 27-27. And here we are. Yeah, that, that was the one bright spot in the game was Kyler Murray. I think he's going to be a, a pretty good quarterback. I'm excited to see him. I like all those Oklahoma quarterbacks. So Cardinals are going to be bad again this year, though. I don't think there's really any saving them. However, uh. <laughs> uh, I did watch the Saints and Texans game. I was able to catch both the Monday night games. Um, Saints and Texans was a great game. It was a really good game. I was surprised how well the Texans played. They were amazing. Of course, Hopkins and uh, what's uh, 23's name? The Latimer. Latimer. That was uh-huh. a great matchup. It was fun watching those two. They got in a couple uh, shoving matches. They were pretty competitive. And But mm-hmm. Hopkins made some amazing catches. And then Deshaun Watson led a two-play drive at the end to take the lead and I really honestly wanted the Texans to win this one. Sorry, friends who are Saints fans. I might have one who listens to this. It is. But it would have been cool to see Deshaun pull that magic. Saints came through with a 58-yard field goal at the last with, with two or three seconds left on the clock. Took a deserved win, but I honestly, both these teams deserved a win. Um, they both came to play, and with the exception of J.J. Watt, who is not a factor in this game, the offense, the offense showed up to play. And and the Saints showed up too, albeit a little bit later in the game. So I drafted JJ Watt onto my fantasy team. <laughs> and I was sorely disappointed that he got zero points for me. Did they have Tunsil on him? Yeah, the yep. Tunsil shut him down. They got well Tunsil. No, 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 no. Tunsil's on the Texas. Wow. I say some stupid things. <laughs> Hey, I, I shut him down in practice. And and just so uh, uh, just putting this out there again, in case you haven't watched some of our past episodes, we're not experts, we're not analysts. <laughs> we're not we're analysts. We, we say stupid things watch. sometimes. Um, and I've Donald, I referenced that Donald. Yeah. And I, I've gone back through our podcasts and I realize I've said some really inaccurate things. <laughs> <laughs> it happens and there. it's funny to listen back to it you know i think yeah. it's good so no harm no foul saints end up winning that one 
Um, it, it, but that was one of the best games of the week, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think that the, my big takeaway from this game is that the Texans are a lot better than I thought they were going to be. Um, I could see they're definitely a playoff team. I called the Colts to win that division and the, the Texans to be a wild card, but I could see the Texans winning the division with this. I team. agree now. I agree. After that game, that was, and I don't like to make too many predictions off week one, but this is one that I feel safe saying. I feel like they played better than all the other teams in their division. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Colts might be a, a close second, but I don't think they're going to be to the level that the Texans will be, assuming that there's no injuries and things continue the way they did here. Yes. And that's why we have a week two to balance all this stuff out. <laughs> yeah, I hope Deshaun Watson stays healthy. He He's someone that coming out of college, I was excited to see him because he was so good in college. But after his injury in his first year, I was like, hey, he's probably just a another one of those injury prone college stars, yeah. but he looked amazing. And I think if he stays on track, he could be up, you know, put in that conversation of elite quarterbacks, you know, coming soon. Cause he, he looked really good. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, I guess it's your job to take us through the chiefs. And Jaguars. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we knew the chiefs would win. Uh, yeah. I don't think 40, either of us picked the Jags. Yeah, 40 to 26. The only reason Jaguars were even somewhat in the game, they weren't. But their backup quarterback came in, threw two touchdowns, and the Chiefs' defense is atrocious. But they still have that high-powered scoring machine offense. Yeah, uh, and, and the Jaguars' defense appears to be a shell of what it was two years ago. I I mean, they still have Boye and, and Ramsey, but... And some of the pieces are still there, but 40 points in week one, unless if that's a fluke, they'll have to prove it to me. They're going to have to prove it to me that they're a real defense again because they got totally destroyed. Yeah, it was the Chiefs. They, you know, they're going to have one of the best offenses. So it, that's you, true. it's hard, hard to tell from week one. I, I, I want to hope that their season a couple of years ago was not a fluke. Yeah. But the more I see them, the more I'm pretty sure it was a fluke. It's kind of a fluke. Yeah. And this was the big game with the big injury. Nick Foles out oh, in man. week one after barely playing for them. Uh, that that hurts them. They're going to have a rough year. The Jaguars, despite having a good defense, they'll be lucky if they're not at the bottom of the division by the end of the year. They're, they're going to be fighting for third place. This year. Yeah. That's actually, that's just... I may not even be close because our next game. I, I, the Titans came out to show that they're not a joke either this year so far. Uh, that th- this was my favorite, 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 favorite thing of the week. And and before I start, I, I want to say I don't hate the Browns. I I want to see the Browns succeed. They're they're just a sad team that that you want to <laughs> see win. Yeah. But this was the most Browns way to start a season after being so, so hyped. hyped. They yeah. were. I the people were picking so they were the top the top pick like betters in Las Vegas. I don't know how that works by the way, but I know they were the most picked team to make the playoffs and they were like the second or third most to make it to the Super Bowl. Oh, that that's goodness. that's how hyped they were. And um you know, they were top 5 Super Bowl pick team just because they got Odell Beckham. And I, I was skeptical from the beginning. And I was like, you know what? The Browns haven't done anything. No, they had a 6-8-1 and one year last year, didn't they? Or 6-9-1 yeah. and one, or 7-9-1. Or they, 
they seven, were six, eight, eight, seven, eight, and one last year. Um, the reason they got hyped was because Baker came in and and did really well. Um, but and then they got Odell Beckham Jr. But besides that, they didn't really change much. They got a brand new coach, and this game. <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if their coach is up to the. I don't know if Kitchens is up to the task of of handling that star power in the locker room between Landry, yeah. Beckham, Mayfield. I mean, yeah, you have a good roster, but yeah. it's a whole other thing to play well together, you know. Yeah, he's uh, he's one of the the pieces I'm interested to see how it'll play out. And and going along with all this too, it is week one. Perhaps the Browns just, you know, were had a bad night or something. That's before. possible. Yeah, totally. So, so we'll we'll see what happens, but but I just had to laugh. This was the most Browns way to start a, a super hyped <laughs> season. And my favorite thing, um, and I sent this to you, that was Delaney Walker, the Titans' tight end after the game. <laughs> that was great. He's just like <laughs> they so. We thought they were Dennis Green, the he, he was the Cardinals coach at the time. There's a an epic coach rant. They are who we thought they were. If you want to crown them, crown them. And so Delaney Walker's in there going, "We are. They are who we thought they were. If y'all want to crown them, crown them. You that still got to play football." That was I hilarious. Was laughing my head off at that. <laughs> I I'm sitting here trying to determine. You know, I I was trying to determine who's going to play second. I don't know. It could be up in the air. We're going to definitely have more weeks to show us. But it almost seems like the Titans, Colts, or Texans, depending on injuries and the rest of the season, could win that division. It's I, I think Texans are most likely, but the Titans, that was if that wasn't a fluke, then they're no joke. <laughs> they they looked really really good, and you know it was the Browns, but yeah, I I, I think the tight and I actually picked the Titans to win this game. You did um, yep. because I felt like the Titans would know that that hype was in the Browns' head. And they were the underdogs, so they had oh, to yeah. come in on their A game, and they totally did. Um, and it, it was really all in the second half too. They blew away because it was like twelve to twelve to six at halftime. The Titans were up twelve to six, and mm-hmm. then they just ran away with it in the second <sighs> half. Crazy. So. They uh, yeah. All right. Uh, so the Ravens went into Miami this week. Yeah, it's going to so, be pretty rough. Uh, this game. And uh, uh, so what, ugly. There's what, no this, there was no words. The, there's no words for this game. I, and, it was and, it, it might have been one of their worst ever since the Jacksonville loss at the end of this, Marino's career. This is their second worst loss. So the the Jaguars game is their number one worst loss in history. And this it used to be there was a Bills game back in the 60s that was about this bad, but this one was slightly worse. So this is the second worst game in Dolphins history. So I don't want to dwell on this one too much, but I do want to ask you, do you feel like this team will be better or worse than the 2007 Dolphins? Well, they looked a lot worse than the 2007 Dolphins. They've got a lot of work so, to do if they want to be better than the 2007 yeah. Dolphins. 
And and here's the thing about this team. I'm just going to go off for just a little bit because I am a Dolphins fan. <laughs> and and despite how painful this this game was, I, I I looked at the score in the second quarter and saw it was 42 to three. And I was like, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I have to detach. Yeah. Um, so I am not emotionally connected to the Dolphins this year because I know for a fact that they are they're not trying to tank like literally tank but they are not they don't care if they lose because they want those high draft picks because they're in a total tear down rebuild they've got players uh-huh. begging to get out of there they've got this is a terrible environment to be in right now they've got this is really rough on and any other star players that are still there it's really hard and i feel bad for them because miami should be a great place to work it should be a great team great organization historically that, you know, they had, I mean, they've had their heydays, they've had rough days, but they're not, they are by far not the worst team in the league. You know, they should be a good organization and their front office is a joke. I, whatever's going on over there is just sad. Yeah. Well, this, this is evidence that they're trying to change their front office because their front office has been horrible, but you know, they hired Brian Flores. They got rid of Mike Tannenbaum. They got Chris Greer, the guy that was actually trustworthy in the whole scheme, the guy that, you know, I felt was their the only good decision maker. He's the official GM now. He has all the decision power. And right now, you know, they're, they're totally tearing things down. They got, they sold off all their money, all their players who had big contracts. And now they can get rid of their dead money. Um, they got rid of their, you know, they traded away some start like Tunsil. They, they did it. They wanted to keep Tunsil, but they did it to get the draft capital because um, they're, you know, they're going to build through this this upcoming the next two drafts. They have enough picks to get whoever they want, really. Who's and, who? Do they still have this year? Is Kenny still still there? Nope, he's on the Texans now. The only uh, the only star player they have is Xavier Howard, and they knew he was their best player last year, so they paid him the big money to stay. And from what I what I've seen, Howard is content. He's not one of the players wanting out because he's he's young. He sees the big picture. He knows in a couple of years they're going to be better than they are, and he's willing to stick it out. Which, well, from what I've heard, you know, I don't know him because <laughs> he's he's getting so, a fat he's getting a fat check every yeah, game. And yeah. I, I'm glad they paid him because he's he's been their best player for two or three. He's years. He's amazing, now. and and that's got to be hard. I like. Players like that and Jalen Ramsey and Larry Fitzgerald, these these amazing players who are on terrible teams. I don't know. Maybe the money's enough, you know, for them. I, I know a lot of these guys are competitors and they want the championships, but especially Larry Fitzgerald, that's disappointing for him. Not to go off on a tangent, but Yeah, he's one of those guys that you just think well, it's like Dan Marino but and Barry Barry he Sanders. Is, he is now the quintessential legendary Cardinals player. I don't think they have a bigger player in their entire history. No, and I don't think so. They ever... I, I, if you want to die a legend, stay in Arizona, you know? <laughs> right. Um, yeah, Fitzgerald's like Marino or Sanders, like one of those players who's so legendary, you just want to hand them a ring because <laughs> right. they deserve it. Oh, my you goodness. Know. Well, I don't want to dwell too much on that. Let's move on. Rams and Panthers, I already feel like, especially since we've watched the Panthers play two weeks now, 
The Panthers will not be 12 and four. My prediction is going to be way off because they're just not looking good. Uh, the Rams come out and win 30 to 27. I mean, the Panthers played, you know, it was, it was a close game, but yeah. I mean, the fact that they dropped one to the bucks last night is, mm-hmm. is not a good sign uh, at home. Nonetheless, um, yeah. or it's a sign that Bruce Arians is going to make the bucks a little better, but um, either way, I didn't watch too many of the highlights on this one, but the Rams come away with the win. Yeah, thirty to twenty-seven was the final. I I picked the Panthers to be eight and eight, and I think they're well on their way to that because they still have, you know, the uh, Christian McCaffrey's awesome. Cam Newton's good still, even though his throwing has been suspect lately. I feel Olsen like Olson had some good catches too. He's still there. Yeah, so the Panthers still have the pieces, but from these first two games we've seen from them, I, I feel like my eight and eight's a little more hard to come back from Owen two and be 12 and 14. So I'm pretty sure you're right. Um, yeah. all right. Seahawks and Bengals. Was this not a surprising match? So this was, this was very surprising and it, it's encouraging, especially cause we have a, a Bengals fan. Bro- <laughs> He's probably listening to this. We hear you, Nathan, but, uh, your Bengals almost won a game this week. They- they almost won, and they they played a lot better than I thought they were going to. Way um, better than I thought. I think they're going to be better. They could be better than the Browns and possibly the Steelers if they play really well throughout the season. Yeah, th- this this was one of the biggest surprise teams. I was of the way week, off though- on that division, by the way. I was way off. I I just feel like I'm going to be really off on that one. Yeah. Me too, um, especially because the Steelers blew it and the Ravens oh my goodness, knocked yeah. it out of the park. Um, but yeah, the Bengals were the surprise team of the week for me. I felt like out of everyone, I figured they would be horrible, but they did. They almost won. It was 21 to 20 was the final. Andy yeah. Dalton looked like, you know, the guy that you, they the Bengals have wanted him to be. You know, he threw for over 400 plus yards and had a couple touchdowns, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't remember exactly. I didn't watch. I, I. I watched the highlights on Monday, so it's been my memory's a little fuzzy of this game. Um, but uh, the the Bengals did play really well. They did. All right, it's time for my favorite game of the week. 49ers took it to the Bucks over in Tampa Bay, thirty-one seventeen. Uh, the highlight of this game for me was that Richard Sherman got his first interception with the 49ers, and it was a pick six. So that was appropriate. Finally, he's getting some balls thrown at him. You know, he was a lockdown corner, wasn't getting much thrown to him last year. They had a record low. I'm talking league record low of five interceptions, five turnovers, two interceptions all season last year. And they had two interceptions in this game. So they finally, so they've tied that. It's looking much better this year for their atrocious secondary with the exception of Sherman. There's a lot of young guys stepping up this year. Um, You know, Arians couldn't make it happen on their week one. However, I think it is turning up. It's looking up a little bit for the Bucs after Thursday. Um, Anyways, but that was that game. Yeah, the the 49ers actually got three interceptions. Oh, three. They they surpassed their 2018. They surpassed it in one game. So I loved that Richard Sherman uh, touchdown um because i i liked richard sherman when he was on the seahawks he was one of the players i I, and I was just hoping he'd be a playmaker for the niners he's only got one more year with him after this but finally yeah. he's making some use of his big contract so that looked good and i think the so the 49ers looked really good um but the bucks i think the bucks this game would have been a lot closer 
had they not made so many bad decisions. Like yeah. Winston's Winston looked like he you know, he looked okay at times, but he made some really bad throwing decisions. He looked a little put, better yesterday, I think, but he did yeah. not start off well. Yeah. So we'll we'll see how it turns out. But I I'm glad the 49ers won. And I think we did I did pick this game. Uh, because Garopp, I, I said, if Garoppolo starts, I'm picking the 49ers and Garoppolo did start. So they, they played. I, I'm going to hang on to the 49ers being, they could be a wild card team this year. I'm not going to count them out yet. Uh, I need to see them stay healthy and their defense to continue to play the way it did this week, but I'm not going to count them out of a wild card berth yet. Yeah. Especially with how bad the the north looks like they'll just have they might just have one the, the west could get two wild card teams in there you know you never know it's true yeah that's true because the seahawks i think the seahawks and niners could be quite competitive this year it might be a toss-up which one of them would end up in the wild card if only two from the west can um that one could go either way unless if you know historically the seahawks tend to stay a little more consistent throughout the year while the niners get plagued by injuries but mm-hmm. you know this could be the year that flips that Patriots took it to the Steelers, <laughs> 33 to three. The Steelers were no match on any level for the witchcraft going on in uh, Belichick's land. 33 to three, Tyson. What were your thoughts here? I feel like the Steelers. I don't know. The game started, and they're like, "All right, we're out. <laughs> we're out. We'll they, save they it for next week." I feel like they didn't even try. Like they have. Like Big Ben looked horrible. They lost Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown, but and I don't even want to get into Antonio Brown. I'm not going to get into that. All, that guy's a clown. He's all in my news feed right now. Yeah. Anyway, um, I, I feel like the Steelers just because they've got Smith Schuster, they've got Connor, they've got some good pieces on offense, but they did absolutely nothing in nothing. this game. It was like, and it doesn't help that the Patriots might have their best defense since 2004 with their two. Like it could, well, we'll have to see it play out, but they looked pretty good. Yeah. And their offense is incredible too. Like, oh my goodness. Yeah. You're going to have Brown. You're going to have Gordon. You're going to have Edelman. It's a joke. It's a joke. This year might be a joke. It might just be the Patriots going 16 and 0 or 15 and 1. And just ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know. I I could see them. Well, you never know. Probably fourteen and two. I I don't know. I think they're going to be fourteen and two or better. <laughs> I I feel like they're better than last year, but yeah. last year last year people were saying like, oh, the Patriots because the Patriots were what, ten and six, eleven and five, or eleven and five, something like that. Um, I don't. I'd have to look it up, but. They they weren't as good as people were hoping, but they ended up winning the Super Bowl. This year, they look a lot better than they did last year. I think they're going to win the Super Bowl again. I know. Uh, I, I'm kind of hoping it's a 2007 or 2011 kind of year for them, though. I hope they lose the big game, and then they just shot, you know, they just roll everyone over all year and then lose the big one. That'd be so nice. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be fun. Sorry, uh, Patriots fans, but you're probably not listening to this anyways. <laughs> Yeah, if you are, then no, uh, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> then rip twenty five. Right. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, uh, that's a great joke. No one would get except for a shout out to Sandy, Mike Mason, and maybe anyone else at Levitt Group that would get that. Anyways, Tyson, take us through the Raiders and Broncos. Uh, I did actually watch this game, but I want to hear your your take. So a couple things from this game. The Raiders looked really good. I I I picked these two teams to tie, but later in the week I, I actually did think the Broncos would win um, just because of all the Raiders drama that's been happening um, with Antonio Brown. But I think him being gone kind of galvanized that team because they're, you know, with the whole circus yeah, that was going on. that win. Can you imagine how much they wanted that win? Yeah, they really <laughs> did because they're, you know, the Raiders are there thinking everyone thinks we're a joke. We had the Antonio Brown circus. We've got you know, we were a joke last year. We've we've got to come out and win. I, we're I moving think that, like there's a whole moving thing going on. Yeah. Although I'm being told that the Oakland fans are taking it pretty well now, like they're getting ready to just commute over to Vegas for the games. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's a pretty good fan base, as crazy as they are, if they're willing to. They're better than the Chargers fan base, who all just disowned them when they. <laughs> yeah, they, they moved those... two two hours up the road. <laughs> I think the NFL films did a top 10 fan bases and the Raiders black hole was like number one or two on there. They're those fans are dedicated. They've got loyal fans. So, I mean, anyways, that's no, I, I, I did watch this game. I was glad the Raiders won. I was hoping that they would, uh, Flacco and the Broncos offense could be in trouble later on this year. They did not look super, great against these Raiders, but the Raiders might be okay this year. I mean, they, they could, they could beat out the Broncos in the division, you know, yeah. I mean, they could take third. I think I picked, let's see. I'm just looking at my predictions. I think I picked the Raiders to be third in the division. Yeah. Above the Broncos. So I don't know if there'll be a, the, I don't think there'll be a playoff team, especially with They've the Chargers. They've got two juggernauts in the, yeah, they got two juggernauts in the, <laughs> juggernauts. I can't say that word. <laughs> I was thinking Call of Duty, juggernaut, juggernauts <laughs> in the league, in that division, so. Yeah, so I'm I'm kind of glad the Raiders won. I don't think, so the Broncos have a really good defense on paper, but they didn't look like the defense that I thought they were going to be. Yeah. Um, the, their offense was pretty bad the way I thought they would be, but their defense was what surprised me. You know, they've got Von Miller and all those guys. They just didn't show up the way I thought they would. And the Raiders came out to play. Josh Jacobs, the their running back, who he was a he was their first round pick, wasn't he? Yeah. The Raiders Raiders first round pick. He mm-hmm. he got like 113 plus yards running. He did. He was amazing. I think he'll be a good star for them in the future all right well the time has come to look at our predictions for week two um we've already spent 40 minutes on talking about the games <laughs> that's all right um we're in no rush it's okay if you would have asked me at the start of this week if you would have had a podcast earlier i easily would have chose the panthers to win this game uh they were at home the bucks have not proven themselves for years uh, I thought they were going to recover from that enraging Rams loss last year, but 20 to 14 bucks, pull it off. 
through a miracle despite, you know, the Panthers didn't get those 14 points by two touchdowns and an extra point. It was very weird. They had, they kicked two field goals and they kicked another field goal and then they kicked another field goal and then they sacked Winston in the end zone to make it 14. <laughs> so they didn't even, they didn't even score a touchdown in this game. And then the Bucks, yeah, the Bucks scored two and got two field goals and somehow the Panthers got the ball back with two minutes left in the fourth quarter to drive the field and still couldn't. The Bucks' defense came to play. I don't know if it was Arians or if they have better players, but the Bucks shut them down. It was kind of surprising. Yeah, that, that is surprising to me, just with all that star power on the, the Didn't Panthers' offense. did the Bucks offense. have the second or third worst secondary last year next to the Niners? I felt like they were like a joke. I felt like yeah. they had such a bad secondary, but certainly not this year comparatively. Yeah, they had a pretty good uh, off season. I know they they with Arians coming in. You know they got the coach. He he's a, an experienced coach. They made some moves. Here's um, a question: Do you think the Bucks will be better or worse than the Panthers at the end of the year? Ah, uh, that's that's a tough. <laughs> that's, that's a hard a, one. Huh? That's a hard one right now because I haven't seen enough from the Bucks to fully trust them, and I do think the Panthers may just be slow starting. Because yeah. they've they've got too much they've got too much potential to to be horrible this year. If they are horrible, I'll I'll just man I'll be I'm so very surprised. interested to see how how the uh, NFC South shakes out this year. I'm I'm very curious to see who loses and who wins. I mean, most likely the Saints will win, but the other three spots I'm wondering, you know. But yeah. you know, barring injuries for the Saints, you never know if Breeze and or Camara or Thomas go down. It could be a different type of season i don't know that's a fun yeah. division it's up in the air uh what's your prediction for chargers heading up to detroit uh chargers chargers Me are gonna too. win they're on the road they play on the road all the time even though the lions did not look <laughs> good against the cardinals man the, the lions might get off to a fast start but they did not close i don't know if they're going to be a closing type team I, I don't think so like unless they they get their stuff together uh you know, there, there's no way they're going to beat the Chargers. The Chargers are pretty much the same team from last year. They don't have Melvin Gordon anymore, but they've made some adjustments. And you know, even with Hunter Henry being out, they're they're still a good, still a good team. So yeah, 49ers Bengals, a uh, Super Bowl 21 matchup or Super Bowl 23. Uh, uh, take your picks: two, Super Bowl 16 or Super Bowl 23. Um, what are your thoughts here? Because I'm going to pick the Niners, but I am go- they're heading into Cincinnati, and Cincinnati played pretty well. So I, it's a coin flip, but I got to stay with the Niners on this. Yeah, th- this game is a coin flip because we haven't seen enough from either team to really tell. Because the the Niners are looking way better than we thought, and the Bengals are also <laughs> also. So it's I'm I'm going to pick the 49ers too. I I trust Garoppolo more than I trust Dalton to be consistent. Yeah. Um but it'll be tough. It's it's not going to be easy to go into Cincinnati and win, you know. I mean, they're going to be fired up from the loss with the Seahawks. They might be a little surprised that they almost beat the Seahawks, you know. I I think they're they're they've got a lot of confidence right now despite being yeah, 0 and 1. They do. Um all right, Vikings Packers. This is a very divisive game because both teams won last week. I 
am surprisingly going to take the Vikings just because I think Aaron Rodgers is a little overhyped right now. He's, of course, very good, but he always gets hailed as this incredible, you know, just force to be reckoned with. And, yeah, he's he needs to be shut down. It's a lot of work. But for some reason, I feel like the Vikings will win this one. How about you? Yeah, this game is going to come down to defense. Uh, the Packers defense was off the hook last week. They were really good, That's which was true. A, which was a surprise because they were they, they, their defense was their weak spot last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so if the Packers defense is for real, um, and they play the Packers, going to come down it. to Keenum too because Keenum's kind of hit and miss. If he has a great game, they the Vikings could win. But if Keenum has one of his classic. Keenum bombs, then then yeah, the Packers could win this one. Uh, are you talking about Cousins? Sorry, Cousins, yes. Oh, man, I got to make a compilation of me saying the wrong name. <laughs> no, it's all good. We know we know who you mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't even know where Keenum is nowadays. The yeah. Broncos, on the Broncos last year. Where the heck is he? He's, he's on the Redskins this year. Redskins, that's what it is. Okay, I knew it. I, and Cousins I, used to be on the Redskins, so that's why I'm mixing all this up. Yeah. That's that's okay. I I I understand. I'm I'm going to go ahead and pick the Packers. Okay. Uh, they're at home. Um, I feel like home field advantage for sure. They do, and I I'm going to put my trust in the fact that perhaps the Packers defense is for real, and that would bring it down to the two offenses. And I feel like Rodgers is uh, he's going to play well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I'm going to pick. No Packers. doubt about it. I kind of have a chip on my shoulder against Rodgers, and that's why I pick against him so much. But I, um, all right. Do you think that the Seahawks are going to come into Pittsburgh and embarrass the Steelers like they were embarrassed in Foxborough? What What are your thoughts here? Because I think I'm picking the Seahawks, although crazier things have happened than to have a team that gets destroyed in week one to get angry and bounce back at home in week two. Yeah. Um, if you notice, there's two or three uh, Super Bowl rematches in this week, and this is yeah. one of them. I I think that the I I think you're right. I think the Seahawks are going to come in and win. I, I'm picking the Seahawks in this game because uh, they they played okay last week, but I think they can, know they can play better, and I think they will. And I think the the Steelers are kind of in maybe not panic mode. It's only week one, but they're in the oh great we really did miss antonio brown and Le'Veon bell uh so they'll be all a little bit panicked i think the seahawks will take advantage of that and they'll win yeah and that's you know like i said crazier things have happened let's get this one over with patriots at dolphins (laughs) i i just cannot see a miami miracle this year although that's one of the my favorite plays to watch and rewatch and rewatch over and over there's nothing like watching gronk stupidly stumble at the end and miss (laughs) And he goes, oh, oh, you know, the, the announcer yeah. gets so excited and, and people I, go nuts. That I, but I don't think there will be a miracle this year. Yeah, I could watch that play all day, every day. <laughs> it's such a good play. <laughs> so and So, great. yeah. Um, so this game, I did say before the season that the Dolphins would be 2-14. and 14. I did say they would beat the Patriots and the Jets. And this was the game that I thought the Dolphins would beat the Patriots before the season. 
after seeing them play the Ravens and knowing that the Ravens are a middle of the road, middle top team and knowing that the Patriots are better than they were last year and they were the Super Bowl champions. I've got to pick the Patriots. <laughs> took me a long time have to, to have say the Dolphins that. Surprises somewhere else. I'll be buying you dinner at the end of the year. No. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, ah, it's going to take something crazy. and But crazier things have happened. Remember the Bills last year? People were talking that they were going to be historically bad. And they just, and after Vontae Davis retired <laughs> halftime, they melted the face off the Vikings. It's been known to happen here and there, although I feel like it's way less than likely if they play, if they play, twice as good against the Ravens, they're still going to lose by four touchdowns. <laughs> no, yeah. no. I'll bet it'll be a surprisingly close score, maybe. Like, it might end up being 34 to 10, which I would consider close. But <laughs> as long that. as it's not 70 to zero, you know, that's what I'm hoping it's not going to be. Uh, yeah, and a couple things the Dolphins do have going for them. They were able to see a lot of tape, I'm pretty sure, this week from the Ravens game. Uh, on their what they did wrong, um, so I'm you know I think they're going to be a little more prepared coming It'll into be a this little game. sharper this week I think. Yeah, and the another thing they've got going for them is Brian Flores spent 15 years with the Patriots before becoming the Dolphins head coach, so he knows he knows the Patriots, and I think he can plan. You know, obviously the the Patriots aren't worried about that, but I think he can plan maybe better for the Patriots because he has been there so long. Yeah. And and the other thing the Dolphins have going for him is that Tom Brady can't win in Miami for some reason. (laughs) Yeah. He's, he's struggled there. He's, he's one in five, one in five, his last six years in Miami. He's one in five. Yeah. So we'll see, you know, I feel like we'll, we'll just have to let that one play out, but, um, Let's have a uh, okay. Here's a game with a lot of fire behind it. Take us through the Saints at Rams. This this is going to be one of the best games of the week for sure. Should be, yeah, um, definitely. I, I, I'm going to pick the Saints. I'm wholeheartedly going to pick the Saints because they are me mad. too. They are they are mad. so mad. But honestly, they they have to be. They have to not be too crazy about it because if you get too psyched up and too angry, you can make mistakes you know, penalties and stuff. So they're going to have to keep somewhat of a level head coming into this to beat them. Cause the Rams are no joke either. I mean, the Rams no. are a good team. So, and being in LA, I mean, there'll be lots of saints fans there anyways, but I am going to pick the saints with you on this one. <laughs> yeah. I, I think like it's a toss up, but, but the saints, I feel like have a lot of motivation to win this game. Absolutely. So we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens, but going with the saints. I'm going to pick the Eagles to beat the Falcons. The Falcons just have not proved anything to me. I'm going to get out that old car sound again. No, just um, yeah, the Eagles, the Eagles have not proved it. Or, I mean, the Falcons have not proved themselves yet. So I think the Eagles will win this one. Yeah, I agree. The Eagles are a Super Bowl caliber team, I feel like. Uh, they, they got off to a slow start last week, but still ended up winning. I think they'll do the same thing to the Falcons. All right. Cardinals and Ravens. 
this is going to be another beatdown by the Ravens. They're going to. I think so too. Yeah. They they're lucky. They've got two two weeks before they face a real team. <laughs> That's true. So. The Ravens. Yeah, the Ravens are going to get a lot of momentum. Uh, they're yeah, they're going to get a lot of momentum. I don't think they're going to be a Super Bowl team. They could at best win the division and be a playoff team. I think it's likely they could win this division. I I don't think that. I mean, they won it. Did they win it last year? Yeah, they won they, it last year. They won it last year. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're going to repeat. I think they'll. I think they'll win it again, unless if I mean, barring some crazy thing with any of the other teams. But yeah. um, it's pretty safe to say at this point that the Ravens will probably win that division. Yeah, I I agree. Lamar Jackson is. Uh, he he's the big bright spot on their team. A lot of people doubted his ability to to be a quarterback. Um, but last week he, you know, even, even though it was the dolphins, he played off the hook. He, he was really good, really sharp. And I think he'll be the same this week against the Cardinals. I think he'll lead them to, to win the division. Yeah. Colts and Titans. I'm going to pick the Colts. Actually. I feel like the Titans had such an amazing game last week. I just see them getting lax here. I can feel like the Colts are mad from their overtime loss and I think that they, the Titans need to prove it to me. And this will be their week to prove to me that they're for real. Because I, the Titans have been known. I mean, they beat the Patriots last year and then lost to, you know, the Bills. <laughs> but they, um, yeah, so I'm going to pick the Colts. How about you? I'm actually going to go against you on this one. I'm going to pick the Titans. Okay. Um, I feel like they've got a lot of momentum. I, I think that the win against the Browns, even though it was the Browns, gave them a lot of uh, confidence in themselves because for, they, sure. for them, they're thinking, you know, this people think this team was a Super Bowl team and we, we beat the stuffing out of them. <laughs> I, you know, I, th- I think they, <laughs> you can put that on repeat if you want. <laughs> stuffing. <laughs> beat the stuffing out of them. 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 Beat the, the stuffing out of him. Beat 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 the stuffing out of him. Oh man, that's great. So many good sound bites here. Yeah. Um, all right, Jaguars and Texans. I think the Texans will win this one. Yeah, I don't... think there's no reason to really go into depth. The Texans are gonna win. Yep, I agree. <laughs> Cowboys and Redskins. It might be closer than I originally would have thought, but I do think the Cowboys will come with the win. Um, I I can't see the Redskins closing this one out. Yeah, I, I agree. The Cowboys will win, um, barring some miracle by the Redskins. Uh, you know, taking it a little further than they did last week. I think they showed us a surprise week one. I don't think they'll there will be any surprises in week two. I yeah, think I the Cowboys will. Bills and Giants, the battle for New York. Uh, I'm pretty sure the Jets and Giants will not be that amazing this year. The Bills probably won't be either. However, I think the Bills stand a good chance to be the best team in New York <laughs> this year. Uh, yeah. I think the Bills will win this one. Um, I think that you are right, but I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to make a bold prediction. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the Giants to win twenty to nineteen, and the Bills are gonna miss a field goal. Oh my goodness! To lose the this game. Is <laughs> this is perfect. Yes, 
Oh, yes. I love it. I love it. Drama in the NFL, straight out of Super Bowl 25, my birth year. The first Super Bowl I was alive for. Scott Norwood. All right. Chiefs and Raiders. I am going to pick the Chiefs. However, I think this will be closer than we think. I think that the Raiders have some momentum off that win. Um, but I don't think that they're going to be a good match for Mahomes. No one is, except for maybe the Patriots, because Belichick's a wizard. Um, but I really think that the I think I think it's going to be something like 34 to 20, 34 to 24, something like that. Like it'll be a two score game, but like a small two score game. Yeah, I I agree. The Chiefs. I feel like the Chiefs are going to win. I feel like it's going to be another, you know, Mahomes show. Uh, tons of points from the offense, and then they're going to allow a ton of points. And this game does kind of smell like one of those where we could have a fluke and and a division rival beats them, and it's just this odd outlying game if the Raiders won. I don't think it's going to happen, but it kind of smells that way that if things went wrong for the Chiefs to an extent, the Raiders could eke out a win here and then. But but it won't show at the end of the year. The Chiefs will still be twelve and four, or thirteen and three, or fourteen and two. I don't even know, but. I, I am going to pick the Chiefs with the small thought that there could be a fluke. Yeah, if the Raiders do beat the Chiefs, this will be it because it's early in the year. They're at home, and Gruden is, uh, you know, the, he's got his team pumped up from last week. So if it yeah. does happen, it'll be this game. But Bears, I'm, I'm going to go ahead. Sorry, I, I'm going to pick the Chiefs. Sorry. Yeah, but, I agree. Bears at Broncos. What are your thoughts? So I'm actually gonna pick the Broncos in this game. Oh, me too. I thought I was being the, I thought I was being the sneaky one. I feel like the Bears are actually gonna lose a lot of momentum this year. I'll be surprised if they get a wild card berth because they have kind of a competitive division, and the Broncos are mad from last week. And the Bears, they they are a talented roster, but they feel so tepid to me the littlest thing could set them off and they'll just go on a losing track you know yeah i agree i feel like they're you know they haven't proved a whole lot like they proved they were good last year but you know they didn't not much more than that and it was their defense it was their defense um and this game the reason i pick at the broncos i feel like it's going to be really low scoring the broncos are at home and their defense didn't show up last week, but I think it will this week. And since the Bears' offense is so untrustworthy, I feel like the, the Broncos' defense will win the game for them. I agree. I think Von Miller's going to fire up his defense after their less than admirable performance last week, and I think Miller and company will take him down. Yeah. Uh, though it'll be close and kind of an ugly, low-scoring affair. Uh, mm-hmm. All right, the game that everyone was so excited about and now no one's excited about. Browns at Jets. What are your thoughts? Uh, my my initial thought is how hideous of a matchup this it's is. It's so bad, but it's the Monday night matchup. I You can tell when they were scheduling this, they're like, oh, these teams are going to be for real this year. Oh, uh, yeah. I hate when they do that. One but- of them's going to go one more week thinking they might be because one team has to win unless if they tie, but... I um ah this is actually kind of hard to pick for me. I this is so, might be one of the hardest ones to pick. I want to hear what you pick. So Darnold is out this week. Ah, he's not going to play. Um, I think the Browns will win then. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I think the Browns will win too. Um, so Darnold is out with mono. <laughs> and I heard oh, the funniest thing. I heard the funniest thing this week. It was on first, like, ESPN's first take. And I, I can't remember who said it. But they were like, oh, yeah, uh, you know, Darnold's young. He's 21. He probably played spin the bottle and got mono. <laughs> I was like, you got to be kidding me. He's, oh, he's not a he's not 14. <laughs> I know, right? That's what it sounds like. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, it made me laugh. I, I think the Browns will, you know, after last week, they're they're embarrassed a little bit. I think they're gonna come out stronger than they did. And the Jets are a little weak this week without Darnold. So I you know, the Browns. I, I'm yeah. picking the Browns. Do that. So I've got our football card this week, and it's gonna make you laugh. <laughs> Oh boy. This week's card is Steve Bono. (laughs) Steve Bono. (laughs) Bono, yeah. So the reason I picked this card is it's it's funny to me because He's a no. He's a nobody. He, you know, he was on the Chiefs for a yeah. while on the Forty Niners. Holy! But God. the the funniest thing, the funniest thing about this card and why I keep it and why it's a special funny card to me is there's a home video of Christmas Day when I got a box of football cards, and and the one thing I said when when dad dad points the camera at my face, I'm like, look, Dad, I got Steve Bono. He's in the quarterback club. <laughs> He's in the quarterback club. <laughs> they didn't tell you he's the janitor of the quarterback club. <laughs> right, yeah. I And I have no idea. I, I remember, I think I remember seeing his jersey in a NFL shop magazine. That <laughs> was like the quarterback club, and it had all the quarterback's jerseys, and Steve Bono's jersey was in there, and I, oh, I don't hilarious. know. This is fun. I love it. Oh my gosh! What are the uh, what are the uh, specs on that card? Is it upper deck or FLIR or what is that? So this is actually a Pro Line nineteen ninety six. Pro Line nineteen ninety six. Nice. Yeah, oh, Pro Line. Pro Line's not one of those. Uh, big time football card. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, it is time to play our numbers game. Um, let's see. Uh, who went first last week? I think you gave me a number first last week, so I give you a number first this week. I think is that right? Okay. Yep, that sounds right. Okay, um, so let me just go to the generator here. I probably should have been more prepared. Okay, all right, <clears throat> your number this week. Oh. And to the listeners who don't understand, we each pick a random number between 1 and 99, and the other person says which football player comes to mind first for that number. So those being the rules, here we go, Tyson. Your number this week is 35. 35. The first player that came to my mind uh, was actually Anise uh, Williams. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. From the... 
I don't know if it went in the mic or not. It was so loud. And I hit the I hit the mute button. And I missed it. So oh, I didn't yeah. mute it. <laughs> Anyways, okay. Okay. Oh, my so goodness. what's 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 the so, number thirty five that came to mind first? So the first one that came to my mind was Anise Williams from the Cardinals. Uh and the second person was Dexter Carter. Oh, that was my first one. Yeah. Was that your first one? That was my first one. And then I don't know who this is, but uh remember on big blocks and king size hits? Remember the very last hit in the video where it's like the the Bears guy that's number 35 Uh gets hit by a Bucks guy and it goes beat the stuffing out of him wow what a yeah (laughs) that guy came to mind too and i don't know who he is i think his last i know who you're talking about let me see if i can find him real quick i think his last name's like uh i want to say neil some oh sounds right uh, we had a football on the Chargers. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. We we had a car, a football card of that Bears player too. Neil Anderson is his name. Neil, Neil Anderson. Anderson. Okay. Yeah. So I had yeah. Neil. I had Neil right. It wasn't his last name though. But <laughs> yeah, there was a guy on the Chargers whose last name was Neil back in like 2002. But um, yeah. Oh, okay. Wow, that's crazy. I'm trying to see who else comes to mind. I know that um, what's the one guy? Eric Reed is number thirty-five. What was Christian uh-huh. Okoye's number? The Nigerian Nightmare was he number thirty-five? Uh, the Chiefs player. Yep, the Christian Okoye was number thirty-five. Yeah, the Chiefs player. Okay. I watched a football life on him. That one's really good. You should check that out sometime. He was number thirty-five. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I, I for some reason I see him as twenty-one in my mind, but thirty-five sounds right. Yeah, yeah. He was he was thirty-five. I had to check it though. Okay. Anyways, I think it is your turn to give me a number. Okay. So the number I pulled for you is sixty-three. Oh gosh. First one that comes to mind for me is like I I don't even know if he was number sixty three, but Derek Deesh <laughs> off of the uh, forty nine. Yeah, yeah. Was he sixty three? He was. Seems like he was right. He was sixty three. He was. Oh my goodness. Yeah, he was the first one that came to mind for me. Another one that came to mind was Gene Upshaw, the Raiders lineman mm-hmm. that was in that big blocks and king size hits. I think he was number 63 on the Raiders back in the day. Um, But those are the only two I can think of. How about you? So those are the two that came to my mind, too. And I don't think there are very many 63s, but I actually had it reversed from you. I thought of Gene Upshaw first and uh, Derek D second. (laughs) (laughs) So we think of the same ones. It's funny growing up together how those interlap. You know, we, we see the same players and stuff. Well, I mean, there's a ton yeah, of lines, I'm just, I'm just but no one that's like no one of note. Yeah, it's it's a more obscure number. <laughs> hey, I'm all right with so. it though. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> well, awesome. Well, Tyson, 
thank you for joining me for this week's edition. It was fun to go over the games. We've got an exciting season in front of us, don't we? We definitely do. The NFL's 100th season should be a good one, ending with a Patriots Super Bowl. <laughs> right? Oh, man, it'll be good up to that point. Every year I watch my little helmets in the, in the uh, playoff tree, and all the good helmets slowly get knocked out. It's all the dumb helmets left at the end. That's what yeah. always happens. We'll see if it's another year like that. Anyways, no offense, listeners, if you're Eagles, Saints, Rams, or Patriots fans, but it'll probably be those four up there again. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to the DSDP podcast. <laughs> ASAP is popular. Uh, oh. It's the best speed. Um, all right. We'll talk to you guys later. Hope you have a good week. <laughs> Peace, everyone. And remember that this one's for John. <laughs>